0: So day three, all right, remember the floorboards, the great events, creation, fall, flood, that's, that's where we've been in the course of the past few weeks. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about nations, Genesis 9 through 12, all right? So the very first thing that we see is in Genesis 9, what you'll see is familiar language. As yes. God starts over, God's going to do to Noah what he did to Adam. He's going to look at him bless him and he's going to commission him to spread over the face of the earth why because god's intent has always been to have a world full of people who reflect his glory that's the charge that's the task that god gives him to go and spread and to fill over the face of the earth so genesis 9 he's
1: literally it's like no, no no like i created the world in genesis 1 that's creation literally genesis 9 this is a new creation right right? and Mm. that theme comes up throughout the Bible, especially in the New Testament, right? Where God says we're new creations and we will be in a new created world. Fam, yeah. This is a prefiguring like, okay, okay, Noah, we are starting over, right? You know, Get out,
0: man, you gotta spread out. Let's spread, right? Yep. Yeah, let's spread. So Genesis 10 comes in and there's a lot of people that'll read it and be like, wait a minute. If Genesis 11 is the introduction of language and nation, why does Genesis 10 give this story as if it's already been done, right? Mm. And so it's the same thing you get in Genesis one and two, right? What takes place is they give the total event first, and then they come back and give the details. So they give the overview, and then they come back and they talk about how it is they got there. So Genesis one, it's all right, God speaks, he's transcendent, he creates the world with words, and Genesis two gives us a different perspective on the same God, The God is not just transcendent and big, He's imminent and close, so close that he would get down on the ground on his hands and knees and form men from the dirt. It's meant to expand what we see of God. Same thing here, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like even with, again, genealogies, there's gems in the genealogies. Right, right. In Genesis 10, if you look at the structure carefully, usually in the Bible or before this, it was Shem, Ham, Japheth. Yeah. God, or Moses, as he's writing it, reverses the order. So right. Japheth ham and shim mm. why shim is the last one god wants you to center on shim because that's gonna be the line that he creates his special people you know abraham and then israel from this line Absolutely. So it's like very particular god wants you to know i'm calling out a people not just a person a right. people for myself right. and it comes from shim's line
0: yep all right so one quick thing before we move on the curse of ham a heresy that was used uh. to justify the enslavement of black people we cannot take care of it in eight minutes so what you will see is today there's a special podcast on the podcast yes that goes uh uh down deep or just a quick thing about why the curse of ham was so silly cats Come was on like on, fam you using the bible just to do what you want to do it's 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 silly yes but it shows how deceptive sin is that something that silly could be used to create that much oppression. Yeah. yeah,
1: and just it'll just be a few brief thoughts. Literally, like, if you want a cheat sheet, black people are not cursed, right? The curse of Ham is not, not something that has come today to where black people are cursed. If you look at the text closely, honestly, you'll see that. Right. So we'll go through that in
0: another podcast. Right. So that's on the podcast as well. All right, but now we get to this part. Genesis 11, and yes. what we see is this. God's command was that people would spread over the face of the earth. Mm. And what you have is a group of people, hear this, unified, right? So this just throws this out of the window. Unity is not a vice or virtue. Come on now. Unity is a vehicle. Come on now. The most important thing about a vehicle is who's driving. Yeah. Their unity was being driven by the fact, hear this, they wanted to make their name great. They viewed their lives yeah. as a mirror, right? Yeah. We want to use our lives to make our names great uh, and build this tower that would reach the sky so that so that uh, we won't have to be spread over the face of the earth. They saw God's will for them. As something bad for them. Do you remember where you saw that before? Yes. Adam and Eve saw God's will for them as something bad. Never, it's never bad. Yes. They were faithless, right? God's will, God's commands to you aren't bad. They're trying to build a tower with its tops in the skies. And God, right? God, God comes down and like trolls them a bit, right? So they're trying to build this tower with its tops in the heavens and it says oh god actually has to come down to see what these little dudes are doing right so god comes down and what man won't do by obedience god will force him to do by compulsion Mm. so what god does is is he comes down confuses their language and spreads them over the face of the earth and hear this yo this is an act of mercy yo amen because the last time humanity was unified in their rebellion against God, do you remember what God did? Flooded the whole joint. Yes. Everybody's that. This time God says- Spread them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to spread them out. Um, and here's where the book transitions, right? Creation, fall, flood, nations. Yeah. What we see is man continually fails God, fails God, fails God. Hmm. God responds with mercy through judgment. Yes. Then what God does is he goes- and at the end of Genesis eleven, yeah. what we see is there is a family. Yeah. Out of this family, there are two brothers, Abraham, Nahor. Yeah. Both of them have wives. Mm-hmm. Abraham's wife is barren. Yeah. Nahor's wife can have kids. Mm. God says, "I'm going to choose somebody who I want to use to make my name great." Yeah. But right. There's a group of people that spent their time trying to make their name great, Hmm. and God shut them down. God says, there's a man that I'm going to make his name great, but as I make his name great, it's really going to show that my name's great. Amen. So what God does, he could have chose either brother, but God says, I'm going to choose the least likely candidate, yes, the one that is disadvantaged, the one whose wife can't have kids, and I'm going to say, yo, I'm going to make you the father of many nations. And what's
1: crazy, bro, huh. is the fact that when you get to Genesis 12, literally, all right, so Abraham is probably <clears throat> the most important character in the Old Testament, right, right. mentioned most times in the New Testament more than anybody else. When you get to the promises in the first few verses of chapter 12, five times he says bless. Bless. God is going to bless. Mm. If you go back to Genesis 3, five times he said curse right mm. so god is going to not just use man. a barren a barren woman and a man right to just have some random blessing no he's going to use them to reverse the curse, the curse. right and yep. so like god is doing this miraculous thing again so his name would be exalted right not ours guys we need humility before god because he can do so much yep. more than we could ever do yep. in an eternity yeah. yep
0: and god is going to bring uh A nation of people that will birth Jesus, our Savior, out of a dead womb Hmm. to remind us there is no such thing as hopelessness with God. None at all. And two, and this is going to be the pattern, this is how God chooses. God always chooses the least likely candidate, right? And even after God's choice, Abraham's life is not going to be exemplary. No. Uh, it's constantly going to look not like, perfect, right? yo, God, I think you made a mistake. Mm, that's good, brother. But God's going to stay there and say, no, yo, y'all have to trust me. Yeah. So God's going to choose Abraham and through him, God wants to bless the world. And yeah.
1: then, bro, the fact that I wish we had more time to talk about it. Genesis, I mean, uh, yeah, Genesis 12 abraham shows remarkable faith though right like he's 70 some years old yeah grew up in a house that later in joshua the bible will say that abraham was worshiping idols for 70 years Damn. god calls him out leave your family and your land go mm. the bible says in hebrews he didn't even know he was going <laughs> that's what i'm saying right and i'm gonna do this 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 i'm gonna make you a nation a people your name great and he's like my wife don't even have kids so right. the father of the faith is not just the father of the faith abraham is not just the father of the faith in the sense that israel came from him yes that's true but the new testament will use him as an example right of great faith right and so like you said earlier bro like we have to trust god or you said a few days ago we have to <laughs> trust god even when we can't see what he's doing mm. Right? And that's the mark of faith, Hebrews 11, 1, right? Yeah. Now faith is the evidence of things yeah. not seen. I yeah. just understood it this week when I was right. reading it, bro. Right, yeah. Right, the convictions, <laughs> or the, the evidence of things I see, right? Yeah. Hey, conviction of things Hope for. So it's just like, man, like Abraham didn't see nothing, but yeah. he trusted God's
0: word. Mm. Yeah. Hey, yo, the safest place to be is in uh, God's will. God rewards obedience. Yeah. You can walk with him, you, you yes. can trust him. Amen.
1: Hey, it's like crazy!